Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business. This is the first week of February. Yes, it is. That, How that is it? That, it's already February. That means one-twelfth of the year is over with. Wow. That also means those of you that have significant others, don't wait. <laughs> we have Valentine's Day. Uh, at the Journeys Group, we're interested in not only maintaining financial stability, but stability of the home life. <laughs> Which means don't go to the 7-Eleven on the way home from work on, on February 14th and get a bunch of fake roses and some three-day-old candy and yeah. think you're going to get away with it. Yeah, I mean, it. come on. Your significant other is at least worth Speedway, not 7-Eleven. <laughs> at least Speedway. Plus, you get discount points to Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wait, moving right along. We're going we're gonna to get so many angry phone calls. <laughs> I don't know. There's only two people that listen to this show. I mean, how can it be? Well, that's yeah. that's true, and I don't, I'm not I'm not so sure. We always say that you know, mom listens. I think she might just politely have it on in the background. I don't even I don't know that think she's she listening. Does that. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today? Uh, I believe we are breaking down the components of a portfolio. All right, but perhaps we should introduce ourselves first. I agree. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group, and I'm George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, just uh, out of Greenville, North Carolina. Our phone number is 252-746-6785. Again, that's 252-746-6785. Or you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Again, that's www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that regularly rotate through on it. It has our schedule if you want to get an appointment with us, how to reach out to us, our physical location. It has upcoming events. And let me see, we have the uh, State of the Markets webinar February 16th. February 16th at 6 p.m. Yep. And then we have the first retirement seminar, two-night retirement seminar in Edenton, and that is March the something-something. March the 20th and the 21st. That's a Monday and Tuesday. There we go. Uh, from 630 to 8 both nights. Yeah uh there we go and uh let me see it also has our links to youtube and instagram and facebook Facebook. there we go and last but not least the radio show slash podcast taking care of businesses archive well not archive there but you've got links to 19 different podcast platforms if you care to hear us and um repeat it yeah i mean if if there's um if they're take a look and uh, give us a follow on any of those we've got i mean very uh, descriptive titles of any episode and uh, there might be something that you've got a question on or um uh, a topic that looks interesting to you so it's, it's all there come give us a listen all right with that said let's get to the show indeed any portfolio that you have whether you are an 18 year old individual or an 88 year 88 year old individual should have three aspects to it a growth aspect an income aspect and a savings aspect now we tend to cross the line and blur that and try to say well this one financial instrument does it all but that's not the case at all Um, it also is professionally very disturbing to me when i hear radio shows 
uh, like ours that push um, one tool that does everything for everybody. I don't think there are other radio shows like us. That's we are excellent point. Yeah, but there you hear all the time that this is the one the one size fits all tool or product or whatever that you need to make your plan work and it's the only thing you'll ever need and this is the only thing you should ever use. And a lot of times they'll use uh ignorance and and almost fear baiting to get you to think, "Oh man, this is this is the only well, some thing." Of the, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. Um, they'll use a catchphrase, uh, which sounds really good, mm-hmm. and and theoretically, I mean, actually, it's a, it's a true catchphrase. It, it is not untrue what they're saying, but the uh, long term results are not what 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 the consumer needs. Yeah. So let's talk about that. All right, the three the ratios that you're going to have with savings, growth, and income is pretty much um very heavily tied to the age related. Um. Or to the age of the person. George is 27. I'm 63. All right. George's portfolio is going to be extremely heavy in growth, moderately heavy in savings, and pretty light in income. I actually have no income producing investments right now. But because I'm actively working and I've, I've just started what? Work, I know. It's hard to believe it. Um, I'm sorry. He said actively working. And I, I go ahead. I'm stunned. <laughs> Um, Where, I, when do you do that? <laughs> when you're not there. Obviously. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm actively working, and I'm fairly new to the workforce. You know, I'm young, 27. So I don't need anything producing an income stream right now because I've got an active income. I've got something that's producing income, which is my job. I've got plenty of time to take advantage of these growth platforms. And, and what you'll hear later when we're talking about income is a lot of times – if you geared more towards income, you tend to have to give up some growth. And so right now I'm in a phase in life where I have little to no income producing investments just because I don't need them. Yeah. Whereas me at 63, uh, I've got all three. I've got um, that my portfolio is probably uh, maybe 40% income, 60% growth. And then, of course, I've got savings as well. The savings is kind of bundled into the, yeah. the growth. Yeah. Now, uh, all these three tools, savings, growth, and income, all do different jobs, very different jobs. And I've said before, there, there's some argument that, well, if you have a growth uh, investment, it can, it can kick off income. And that's true. It can. Um, and you have an argument that if you have an income investment, that's as good as growth. And that's not true. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, but no one – product can do the job of all three and one thing to remember is that if it's safe i just air quoted (coughs) excuse me if it's safe or guaranteed then i can almost promise you that it has minimal liquidity and that it has no inflation protection in other words you're you're locking into a number and uh it's that number is not going to increase over time all right, so let's talk about savings first. All right, the most common savings we see is a money market account. Now, recently, there's been some excellent um, online banking savings accounts that, that have come out, uh, at literally electronic banks. And we're seeing some savings accounts, savings rates that are, oh, golly, three and a half, four percent 4%. I set one up last night for myself, actually, um, with American Express, and the, the APR or the APY was uh, 3.3%. Mm-hmm. 
Now these online <clears> banks are, as long as you investigate the bank, you make sure they're you know they're a good bank or excellent. Uh, it's all done electronically. There's no teller. Uh, they typically do not have a checking account. It's typically just savings or money market account. But you can transfer money in and out of your checking account almost instantaneously. It's 100% liquid, very easy access, and it's safe. Now, the old rule when I first went into practice back in uh, when Neanderthal was ruling the earth, <laughs> the old rule was you kept six months of income as a savings account. And we really don't see that much anymore because most people, most household combined households are in the $100,000 income range. And it makes no sense to keep $50,000 in a bank paying, you know, less than half, 1%. Half a percent. Yeah. You're actually losing money by doing that because of infl- even in a normal inflation year, you're losing money by keeping that much money in the bank because of inflation. And, and there's just, there's better tools out there to hold savings and still have that emergency savings. Mm-hmm. And so we tell people, uh, keep ten or $15,000 in savings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the whole point of the savings, what you're trying to avoid is a, a credit card. <laughs> um, <clears throat> case in point, I yesterday I had uh, took my truck into the shop because I couldn't, the door wouldn't unlock. Strange. Yeah. And it was a $750 repair. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, you know, if you don't have the $750, you whip out a credit card, and that's what gets you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so we typically tell people, keep ten to $15,000 in the bank uh, and prepare and plan for stuff. I mean, if you've got a big ticket repair coming up, get ready for it. Yeah, start saving. If you know you're going to have to have, have a, a, a new roof put on your house, and you know that it's going to be <laughs> – I'm just going to throw out a number, $20,000. I don't know if that's a realistic oh, yeah. roof repair number, all right? And you know it's going to happen. Start squirreling away money or find out where you're, where the money's going to come from yeah. because why I mean, why would you put it on it if you know it's going to come up? Go ahead and start planning for it. It's different if, you know, you're driving home and all four of your tires just fall off your car. That's <laughs> not something you can plan for, but something like that, the proper planning and it really doesn't take that much planning the proper planning is what keeps you out of trouble with credit cards mm-hmm. now here's the last comment about savings you can never not you can never have let me back this up you cannot have enough savings but you can have too much savings and older people tend to have lots and lots of money in the bank uh like six figure incomes i mean six figure amounts and checking account Mm. and and as george mentioned earlier you're actually losing money by doing that so don't be afraid to if you've got an extensive amount of money to buy to put that money to work for you all right growth all right growth accounts is uh when you typically speak of securities people or portfolios people think of growth and that's a fair statement all right what's the whole point of buying growth well the normal consumers say well to grow my money Uh, okay why are you growing your money? Primarily to stay ahead of inflation. Um, this year, if my memory is correct, Social Security had like fifteen percent increase. I don't think it was that. No, I don't, uh, it was a lot. Oh, you sure it was a lot. It, yeah. it was the highest. It's been, I don't remember that. You might be right. I don't remember the exact number. It's the highest it's, it's ever been. Yeah, it's the highest it's ever been. Uh, and so that was to keep up with inflation. All right, when you have a growth aspect to your portfolio, you are typically using compound interest. Mm-hmm. 
And the more years you have it, the better off you are. That's why George at 27 has extensive growth in his platform and his portfolio. Um, but if you are like I am, 63, and getting reasonably close to retirement, I still have growth, but it's not the overwhelming factor of my platform because the one thing about growth we know is if it can go up, it can go down. One other aspect to growth I want to point out is that not only does the um, amount of money that you have invested in, in a growth platform or a growth investment differ depending on your age, the type of investment and the riskiness of the investment also changes. So I, I can talk about myself, for example, because this is me. I'm not violating any confidentiality. Um, my growth platform or my growth investments are roughly 70% stock. So they're, they're pretty wide open, aggressive. And then we'll contrast you. We can talk about you without violating any confidentiality. Yeah, mine's 50-50, 50% stock. Exactly. So, so not only does he have less money focused towards growth than I do, you know, because it's it's divvied up between income and growth, but his growth investments are less aggressive than mine because he's got less time to make up a bad year. Yeah, and, and we've talked this ad nauseum, but let's let's mention it again. Those of you whose whose accounts went down in the stock market the last year, and I think that would probably one hundred percent of the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're retiring in two more years, you're probably not going to get back up in time before you retire. And so if you've got too much growth in your portfolio um, and you're close to retirement, you're hurting yourself. Now, if the portfolio is done appropriately, as you get closer to retirement, the growth should be pared back. But we've seen time and time and time again, people whose uh, platforms are set up when they're in their 30s and no one ever looks at it again. We got a lady we're working with right now that is 62 years old. That has a 100% growth portfolio. Her, her portfolio is more aggressive than mine. Yeah. <laughs> and and she's lost... Uh, $80,000. 80, well, she's lost 25% of it in the last yeah. year. Yeah. And that's all the money she has. I mean, so uh, so this this is... You know, the, the person handling this wasn't taking care of business for her. Mm-hmm. All right. Now... Hey, what a great idea for a radio show. What a great, great name. name. Yeah. Taking care of business. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We should think about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so if you're retired, do you still need growth? And the answer is yes, yes. because inflation is going to going to keep up. Now, again, you hear the the pundits on radio shows: income you can't outlive, yeah, retirement income you can't outlive, and they're making a true statement. But that income doesn't keep up with the growth of inflation. So while there's nothing wrong with having retirement income that you can't outlive, you still need some growth in your portfolio. All right. Third factor is income. Again, George, no income because he's still working. I have income assets in my portfolio, although I haven't turned them on because I'm still working. But you set those income assets up about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. to prepare for when you retired, you know, when you start to slow down and start to need that income. Mm -hmm. So this was stuff. This is not stuff that you set up like now. This is stuff that you set up almost 10 years ago, to prepare for something like this. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about income, we're usually talking about either annuities or we're talking about some type of dividend-producing stock. Now, the annuity aspect is guaranteed, and there's absolutely no losses. And that's what you're, that's what people are talking about when they say income you cannot live. The problem is, not problem, but thing you've got to be aware of, nothing outperforms the stock market. 
And so when an annuity makes sense is if you've got, <coughs> excuse me, six or seven years left before you're going to retire, and there are some guaranteed contracts out there that pay seven, eight, nine, ten percent, and that will outperform the stock market in the short run. Over that run, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's appropriate then to put a portion of your of your assets, and by portion I mean twenty five, thirty percent, into an annuity then. And so you've got somebody like again, my age, sixty three. Uh, I have X amount of dollars in a money market account. I have X amount of dollars in a very, very conservative growth fund. And so both of those are technically my savings account. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, a decent chunk in an annuity. And then the rest of my money is is in a 50-50 portfolio. So I've got growth, I've got income, and I've got savings. Now, mine is set up so that if I lost every penny I had in the stock market, then my social security, my wife's social security and the annuity would pay enough. So we'd be okay. We wouldn't be able to do anything, but we'd be able to eat basically, you know, we'd be okay. Uh, and that's why we have said again, ad nauseum on this show, you have to plan. You cannot just invest money, uh, and have no con because it's a good investment and have no concept what you're doing. Your portfolio should adjust as you get older. Uh, Less in growth, more in savings, more in income. Uh, and now there are those out there that say, "Yeah, but if I've got a, um, if I have a growth portfolio and it's worth two million dollars, that'll kick out an income stream to me." And that's true; it absolutely will. Yep. <clears throat> but the flaw is here is that if you have a year like we just had. Not only is your portfolio going down, but you're taking money out of it. I was going to say you're you're getting a double hit off of it because if you're drawing money out of it, that's drawing money, that's drawing the value down, obviously. <clears throat> and then if you pair that with the losses of the market, you're hitting that thing twice as hard. And so now, let's say that you know this year you're you're still drawing money out of it. Well, that account is down because the market's down. You're taking money out of it, so it may not be able to sustain that income stream. For as long as you're alive anymore, and there may there may come a point in time where, you know, it, may, it might be in your 80s where you run out of money because you didn't because of uh, you know you relied solely on a growth platform for an income stream. All right, so I'm retired. I'm not, but let's say I'm retired. I've got guaranteed money from Social Security. If I'm fortunate enough to have a pension, I've got guaranteed money from a pension. And if I've had a good planner, I probably have guaranteed money from an annuity. Those are subsidized by some some growth platforms that I have. Now, um, keep in mind when I say a growth platform, uh, my and I'm air quoting my growth platform at this stage of my life is only fifty percent stock. So when some people lost, you know, twenty percent of their Oh, excuse me, of their um, investments this year, I lost about four. Mine still went down, uh, but not not horrendously so. Yeah, in a, in a situation like you're talking about with where you're, you've got, let, let's just say less than 10 years to go before retirement, you want to position your investments so that 
if you do have a bad year, you minimize what you lose because we're no longer trying to swing for the fences. If you got less than 10 years, you should be going for singles and doubles, not, um, not a home run anymore. Right now I'm swinging for the fences because I don't really care what happened last year. Last year was actually advantageous for me because now I'm buying everything on sale. But if I've got less than 10 years, I need to maintain my expectations and, uh, just shoot for a very reasonable, uh, rate of return you know I'm, yeah. I'm i'm looking for five or six percent on average and if i get that i'm happy because if i'm getting five or six percent on average in a really bad year that means I'm, i might only lose four or five when the market is down 20 or 25 yeah so uh, if this is an interest to you if this if this makes sense but it's not being done for you yeah. give us a call at 252-746-6785 again that's 252 252- seven four six six seven eight five be glad to sit down with you and show you how the process works uh again let me emphasize um regardless of what you hear if you have a growth portfolio don't let somebody tell you that's as good as savings and and income if you have an annuity don't let somebody tell you that's as good as savings and growth uh, different tools, just like in your shop, different tools are designed to do different things. And when you have the properly designed portfolio, that includes, and and keep in mind that some of this may not be something that we even handle. Money market accounts at the bank, that's something different. Yeah. Um, but keep in mind that a properly designed portfolio or a properly designed plan is going to have all aspects of savings, growth, and income. And it's going to be, <coughs> excuse me, it's going to be three different instruments at least that do that. Not one that combines it all and not one that, oh, this is going to do everything. Uh, I mean, I just, I can't emphasize that enough to you. Uh, again, give us a call, 252-746-6785, 252-746-6785. You were getting ready to say something. Yeah, uh, call up your your uh, planner advisor whoever whoever it is that you work with that handles your portfolio and and um either ask them over the phone or set up a meeting and and ask them point blank you know if you're getting closer to retirement and we're talking 10 15 years or so ask them point blank how is my portfolio positioned to produce growth and income you know again the savings aspect a lot of that you can do on your own with a, with a money market or a bank account or something like that. But ask them point blank, how am I positioned to what sort of investments do I have for income and what sort of investments do I have for growth? And explain those to me, explain how they work, uh, how they're going to produce an income stream, how they're going to grow, whatnot. And if they don't have a good answer for you or if they um, – or if they try and say, oh, well, uh, the investments that you're in do it all. No, so. no, yeah. that is, that's just not I, the I mean, case. And, and let me let me paraphrase that. If you're a golfer and you've got one club that you can take with you, <laughs> yes, you can putt with that club. Yes, you can drive with that club. Yes, you can hear fairways with that club, but not very well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, if you've got one type of screwdriver in your shop or one type of hammer, Yes, you can use it for all things hammers and screwdrivers do, but not very well. So just kind of keep that in mind that there is no one-size-fits-all. And also keep in mind that the two things that will dictate um, the ratios in your portfolio are going to be 
number one, your age or how many, actually how many years you have left before you retire. Mm-hmm. And number two, the plan that you should have established. And I cannot emphasize this enough. So many of you out there don't have a plan. You're just investing money and hoping it all works out in the long run. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no plan. There's no purpose. You're just kind of squirreling money away and hoping for the best that, that at some point it'll, it'll work that out. That is literally like going to the beach and saying, I'm just going to head east till I hit the ocean. Yeah. You're going to hit the ocean at some <laughs> at point. At some point. Yeah. But how long is it going to take you to how get How long is it going to take? And it may not be the ocean you want to hit. <laughs> that is true. Um, that guys, that that's why it's so important. That's why we harp on this to, um, be aware of your portfolios, be aware of your investments, be aware of what's going on with it. Make sure that as you get older and, uh, change phases in life, that your investments change along with you. I kind of, I just can't tell you how many people we have seen that had a portfolio set up when they were in their thirties and it, and now they're in their sixties and it's never been changed. And right. And, and last year I think was a, a real wake up call for a lot of people that, um, that it kind of opened their eyes and made them realize I need to, we need, we need to make some changes. Yeah. Um, so again, talk to your person, uh, get this stuff set up. Um, and don't be afraid to ask those hard questions. And if they don't have good answers to those hard questions, might be time to look somewhere else. So, cause this is, cause they're, they're doing you a disservice by not addressing these things, right. quite frankly. Um, again, any questions or, uh, if you need help with this, give us a call 252-746-6785. Last but not least, again, we're having the uh, State of the Markets webinar, which is a discussion about what happened last year and where we're going this year. Yep. Uh, you can go on our website, uh, on our Facebook page, I think, and log in and uh, sign up for it. Register. Yep. yep. It's absolutely one hundred percent free. About a thirty-minute webinar, I think it is. Yeah, a lot of, and a lot of really, really great information. Yeah, so there'll there'll be re- room for questions afterwards. Yep. All right, hear the music in my ear, so time for us to get out of here. I appreciate you letting us travel with you today or sit home with you today, as the case may be. Look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Tommy Pate. And this is George Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.